how's it going, everybody? It is once again me, Chewy, one of the hosts of the podcast titled Exploring the Mates Behind the Legends. And I want to say that I hope everyone had a great holiday season. I took a break for about two, three weeks, give or take, to get some affairs in order, to spend some time with my family, family that I hadn't seen in several months, actually, if not years, because of this whole situation that we're going through. But it was a very pleasant time. A lot of great food was eaten. A lot of drinks were had. Nursing hangovers. (laughs) You know how the drill goes. So, yeah, once again, I want to say that I hope everyone had a great season for the holidays and that everything went well for you guys. And I got some announcements for the podcast. I want to say that, unfortunately, because of... Some, actually, some positive things. My good friend Monica, who has been the co-host of this podcast for 60-plus episodes, will no longer be able to join us anymore. So, let's add face. <laughs> Her presence will be very, very sorely missed. She is a very good friend of mine, and I wish her the best. She is going through some very positive, life-changing events. So, as of right now, she was letting me know that Unfortunately, she will not have any more time to participate here, but maybe she'll drop in as a guest every now and then. <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to the people in the Illumi Party Twitter group because a lot of them volunteered their time, their knowledge, their presence, and they asked, or rather they told me that they would be more than glad to help out if I need any guest spots filled, any co-hosts temporarily that would give this podcast kind of like its groove back I guess (laughs) I don't know I always feel like things are better when I have someone talking to me or talking to you also I feel like when it's just me talking it's just a bunch of nonsense and I just ramble on (laughs) like I'm doing now by the way but yes I want to give those people a shout out because they are awesome and I will be contacting some of them to drop in and hopefully participate in some of the upcoming episodes. I am already talking to another friend of mine who said that she might be able to jump in and become the permanent co-host, but that is still in the works, and if that goes my way, then she'll be joining us in a few weeks, so hopefully, yeah, because she is pretty cool as well. And we're going to be changing our formats, too. This is something that I was talking about with Monica as well, that... We're going to make shorter episodes. We're going to try to condense our content a little better. Get to the point of the <laughs> the matter rather quickly. Or more efficiently, I should say. So that's one thing that we're thinking about for sure. Shorter episodes. We were also thinking about maybe doing additional types of content like video, stuff like that. So if my other friend agrees, we might be able to incorporate that as far as a YouTube channel or something like that. So... I will make further announcements as the information becomes available to me, and I will be relaying that to you. So, yeah. Well, those were the announcements, and as far as today's topic goes, I will be flying it solo again. But I was thinking about a lot of things this Christmas, my own existence, my place in the universe, (laughs) that kind of thing, in the grand scheme of things. I was thinking about that episode that I did a few weeks ago about the dream world versus computer simulation type of thing in which I presented the options of what would you say if you found out that our reality is nothing but a dream or a computer simulation 
so that kind of put some things in perspective in my mind. <laughs> I went on a little philosophical quest, so to speak. Not really, <laughs> but you get my point. So anyways, the topic for today will be somewhat relevant to that. I watched an anime a couple months ago and I'm not a huge fan of anime, not that I don't like it or that I think it's not worthy of my time, it's just that I hardly ever have time to watch anything these days. <laughs> Even growing up, I mean, I, I did like some of that stuff, but I was always more into the Western stuff, I guess, because that's what we saw more more commonly. You know, Transformers, Thundercats, stuff like that. So, I watched an anime on Netflix called uh, Record of Ragnarok, and it's a very interesting concept. The topic of the episode is not going to be analyzing the characters or anything like that per se, it's going to be more about the themes because in that anime the gods, quote unquote, deities, whatever you may want to call them, are deciding that humans should no longer be alive because we are messing up our planet and we are going to get annihilated. So, chan chan chan, we'll see what that's about when we come back right after this break. So, like I was saying, the main topic, or the, the plot, rather, of the anime is that the gods have this council in the heavens, or I'm not sure, purgatory, I don't know, <laughs> but wherever they gather to, to party it up, and they unanimously decide that humanity is done. We have done too much damage to the planet, to the universe, so on and so forth. So, a Valkyrie decides that we should be given a chance to prove ourselves in battle and if we win then we can stay alive for another thousand years I don't know it's kind of a <laughs> a weird deal I guess because I mean I would figure that I mean if humans could indeed defeat divine beings like that we should be granted the right to exist perpetually <laughs> I mean at least in my opinion but um, yes, and I would also like to say right now, I was forgetting that I'm not gonna try to promote any religion or put down any religion. This is not about that, really. It's just about talking about questions that people have asked themselves throughout history, I think, and that I find very interesting. So again, I'm not trying to judge anybody based on their religion. I'm not trying to say that one is better than the other or that you should believe in something or not believe in anything. That is ultimately up to you and you have that right. And I do not have any say in that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so having said that, going back to the plot of the anime, I mean, what happens is the Valkyrie recruits the souls of humans from history that she thinks have a better chance of defeating the gods. And to even the field, the Valkyries themselves become weapons for the humans. So divine weapons that can actually injure and eventually take the life of a god or whatever it is they're fighting so i was thinking that's a very interesting concept i mean <laughs> not i mean not that i would want to do that myself but it's it's interesting because humanity in general always likes to think of itself as the most important thing in in the history of ever in the universe and in reality i would say that we are not really anything <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i know that we have achieved a lot of things, accomplished a lot of things throughout history as humans. I mean, just in the arts and science and technology, stuff like that. But 
I mean, we've also done our fair share of, of harm to each other, to the environment, to the planet. So, I don't know. But my point here is that while we have accomplished a lot, we are only in this planet. And maybe that's a good thing. I don't know if we would mess up the rest of the universe if we had a chance to travel. <laughs> but, I mean, we're confined to this planet for now. So, whatever is out there, maybe they don't know if anything is out there. I mean, speaking about aliens or divine beings or anything like that. Maybe they don't even know that we're here. And, you know, everything that, as soon as humanity goes extinct for one reason or another, I think we will eventually. I mean, I hope not in my lifetime, but eventually, like anything else, humans will eventually become extinct. And whenever that happens, everything that we accomplished, everything that we ever did, everything that we ever worked for, will be forgotten forever and if you don't think that's horrifying or tragic I mean I don't know what to tell you <laughs> because I mean at the same time I mean I probably won't be here anymore so <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm totally always going on a little philosophical rant here but I mean I think about stuff like this every now and then where I wonder what my place in the universe and then life is in general but Going back to the anime, so the characters that she picks are pretty interesting. I don't know all of them, but she picks some interesting ones because she recruits, first of all, I mean, there's a Chinese general, I believe, or Asian general, I forgot. I think the name is, is Lubu or something like that. And then Adam, as in Adam from the Bible, is <laughs> a character in this that fights a god, Zeus in this case. I'm not going to spoil the anime for you, by the way. I'll just go over some of the basic plot points, but I won't tell you who beats who or anything like that. But Adam is the character, and he fights Zeus. And then a Japanese swordsman, I forgot his name too, uh, he fights Poseidon. And then the first season ends just as Jack the Ripper, <laughs> Jack the Ripper, the, the infamous murderer from the 1880s in England, is a character in this. And he's representing humanity as a hope for us to defeat the gods. And if he beats his opponent, who happens to be none other than Hercules, then <laughs> things become rather interesting. So I was wondering, like, what kind of humans would people want to pick if we found ourselves in a situation like that? In which we are told, okay, humans, your time is done. You are out of here. But if you happen to be able to defeat us in battle, then we shall grant you the right to exist for another thousand years. And I mean, you gotta fight characters, I mean, <laughs> like Zeus and Odin and Thor and any deity from any religion you can think of. And it's one on one, it's a one on one fight. So there's supposed to be 13 fights, right? Best of 13 or something like that. So. I asked the people on Twitter, our followers, and the question that I wrote for them was as follows. The deities have decided to annihilate us, but we are given a chance to earn our right to exist if we beat them in battle. We get magic devices that can harm the deities to even the field, like they do in the anime, the, the Valkyries become divine weapons for them. So we have to pick people to represent us from all across our history to fight for us. Who would you pick? And the answers that I rather the choices that I gave them were scientists which carried 11% of the vote 
Warriors, which carried 17% of the vote. Psychos and Killers also carried a rather interesting percentage, 11% of the vote. And then the last one was a few of each, which was the overwhelming winner at 61%. And I put that because that's the choices or the types of characters that are picked by the Valkyrie to represent humanity. So there's scientists like Nikola Tesla. Don't ask me how he's going to fight because I don't know. I mean, I, there's a manga. And for the people that are, not, that are not familiar with that terminology, the manga is... I mean, I don't want to demean it. But it's essentially a comic book. And I you know I know that I just hurt a lot of people by saying that. But <laughs> that's, you know, the, the best analogy that I can give to somebody that's not familiar with that concept. So it's a... It's, it's a comic book. <laughs> I said it again. But anime is when they animate, quote-unquote, you know, not quote-unquote, but when they animate the the manga. Make it a, an actual show, a cartoon, so to speak. So in this particular one, Record of Ragnarok, yeah, I mean, there's Nikola Tesla. He's going to be fighting somebody, uh, a scientist. And then Warriors, there's going to be King Leonidas from the Spartans. He's going to show up at some point. And we already saw the Japanese swordsman and the Chinese general. Psycho's killers, in the sense that Jack the Ripper is going to fight Hercules eventually, as the second season starts. So there's a little bit of everything there. It's like a little nice, weird, interesting mixture of characters from history. I mean, Adam, I'm not too familiar with the Bible these days. I was raised in the Catholic religion. I practice every now and then. But from my knowledge, I don't believe Adam had any divine powers. If I remember that incorrectly, please do correct me. But as far as my memory serves, I don't believe that Adam ever had any sort of divine powers or anything like that. So he was just a human being, like, as you and I are, if I remember that correctly again. So if I'm not, please, by all means, do correct me because I don't want to say things that I think are true that are not true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... 13 people were picked from history to represent us. Now, in my mind, I started thinking, like, man, you can think of all the, the crazy matches that you would see, like... I mean, it's one-on-one -on -one battles, mind you, but... I mean, imagine if the gods all decide to jump in at once. I mean, who would you put against them? And I was thinking, like, somebody vicious like Genghis Khan and his armies. Kind of, and if they had, like, magical spears and arrows and stuff like that that could actually inflict damage... I don't know, man. Those those armies were pretty vicious. <laughs> it, it might be... I mean, think about what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of who would be the most crazy, ruthless humans that we could pick to defend us and stand up for us. <laughs> I mean, scientists, I mean, because when you imagine a scientist, if, if they had some sort of magical device to fight these beings, these deities, I mean, what would Einstein... Like, I have no idea what Tesla's going to use as a weapon. I'm kind of really interested in seeing that, and if you are familiar with the manga, please don't spoil it for me. I, I want to find out for myself. But um, yeah, I'm really curious to see what Nikola Tesla is going to use. And actually, another character that I that I saw that stands out from that lineup is Nostradamus, the prophet. What is Nostradamus going to choose as a weapon? Like. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would call him a scientist or not. He was like an alchemist, I guess. 
but I don't know. So I was thinking of all these crazy matches in my mind. Like I said, the the maybe the Norse gods versus the the armies of Genghis Khan. I mean, that would be a very <laughs> intense battle. Or maybe somebody like Aphrodite, the goddess of beauty from Greek mythology, against Marie Curie, who was a scientist that studied radioactivity. And the other one that I thought was, what if you put Quetzalcoatl against somebody like Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer? Which is essentially what's going to happen in, in the next fight. I mean, Hercules versus Jack the Ripper. It's, it's rather interesting. It's, it's the most powerful demigod as far as strength goes versus one of the most infamous cycles of human history. So, I don't know. And what is my point in all of this? My point in all of this is that I think maybe the point is that we and I'm not trying to make it sound like it's, it's like a peace and love kumbaya type of thing. <laughs> but I mean we work better together, I think. I'm not condoning violence, I don't condone murder, I don't condone stuff like that, but that's not really the point. The point is that that is part of our history, unfortunately. That is part of who we are as a species. Humans are capable of very, very evil things. But likewise, we are very capable of very, very great things. So, I was just thinking about stuff like that, like, man, like, I don't think that I would want to participate in a battle like this, because I have no <laughs> skills other than music. I mean, if, if I could get, like, a magical guitar that could make them deaf <laughs> or something like that, that would be my skill. But, I mean, can you imagine? Um, just think about that for a minute. And it's not really the first time that I see something like this, as far as a... Uh, anime because when I was a little kid growing up in Mexico we would get the Saint Seiya anime which we came to know in Mexico as Caballeros del Zodiaco and that is the story of how the Greek gods are fighting each other for the control of basically earth or you know humanity so the goddess Athena is the protector of earth and she has to pick warriors or she doesn't pick them they actually have to go train really hard and beat other people for the right to wear what they call a cloth, which we call an armadura, which is armor, but I mean, it's, it looks like an armor, but it's called a cloth in the, in the anime. So after they win that cloth or that armor, then they can increase their powers and it's pretty interesting. So Athena has her little group of warriors that fight for her and defend her and help defend humanity as well. And the highest ranks in her army, if you want to call it that, are the 12 knights of the zodiac, the, the 12 signs. So Aries, Taurus, they all have a representative. And they wear these really cool golden cloths or armors that represent their, their signs. So they, across the course of their adventures, come across warriors representing Poseidon and also Hades. And at some point in the anime, I don't think it's part of the manga, but in the anime they actually go to Asgard and fight not Odin or anything like that, but people that believe in Odin. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. 
And in the movies, actually, they, in one of the movies, I don't think the movies are canon to the manga or the anime, but in one of the movies, they actually fight Lucifer also and fallen angels from hell or from heaven, rather. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So the point being that they have to fight these warriors that represent other gods or deities. And then eventually they come face to face with the deities themselves. And the way that it works in that one is that the deity's spirit reincarnates in a human every now and then every hundred years i think so their what they call the mythological body is still put away somewhere in either olympus or the whatever wherever they they are resting but their spirit travels to earth and they essentially possess a human and they do their evil deeds through the body of that human but they also have all their powers and abilities so it's kind of interesting i think and i'm not going to spoil that either but when the, the fight against hades is probably one of the most interesting ones because well uh i, I shouldn't say this but the outcome is, is pretty shocking <laughs> so yeah like when i was a little kid i would watch that and so that was the first time that i ever saw humans standing up against divine beings like that and trying to fight for their survival and I thought that was pretty interesting and on a lesser scale and the the theme of all of this is that again I think we perceive ourselves as being greater than we actually might be <laughs> I mean we could certainly be great but the way things are going right now it's, it's a little hard to say <laughs> but anyways the the on a smaller scale the other thing that got me thinking about stuff like this is those posts on I don't know if it's reddit or what social media it is but where they talk about humans being space orcs and earth being space Australia uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen those posts floating around the internet here and there but essentially it's fictionalized of course accounts where the people that write them always seem to portray humans as being the most quote-unquote powerful beings in the universe in the sense that we are very resilient it takes a lot to actually put a human down i mean yes and no but essentially i mean if you're injured somehow if you fall and you happen to break your arm for example like you wouldn't immediately lose your life over that ideally or, or not usually <laughs> rather so you can recover your, your arm can heal and eventually over weeks or if not months then your arm can pretty much regain all its mobility if, if not most of it so that's the 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 purpose of those posts i think that trying to make people th see that we are actually great quote unquote <laughs> and by great i mean that we're not as fragile as we think we are and i know i just said that we're not as great as we think we are but i think we misjudge ourselves a lot both for the positive and the negative that's what i was trying to say with all these words that i was just spewing out to you <laughs> so essentially i think that we greatly underestimate and also greatly overestimate ourselves so in those space orcs accounts essentially humans are completely baffled by our capabilities of of healing and our eating habits and stuff like that and I mean of course it, it, it's nice and it's fun to think that we would be the the cool <laughs> the cool people in, in the universe you know but I don't know if, if 
that would i mean realistically if an alien species ever came to earth we would more than likely be wiped out because i mean this is according to scientific theory from stuff that i read that they would more than likely be as advanced to compare to us as we are advanced compared to ants in the sense that we do a lot of things i mean ants can actually do a lot of good th things that we can too like they build cities and stuff but my point is that the gap in technology and everything else would be just insurmountable we would probably have no way of ever defeating those people or those creatures or whatever and that's according to stuff that i read and i don't think it's necessarily a, a downer thing i mean it's just the way things are across our history even we've seen how a more advanced people have always or in a lot of the cases have always marched into other places and through war have defeated the natives or people in that area and that's just the way things are it's, it's basically survival of the fittest kind of thing and it happens in nature too i mean the the stronger alpha males are the ones that dominate and reproduce and the weaker males are the ones that kind of just go off and die by themselves it's not pretty it's it's not anything that is positive but i mean it's just the way things are and that's what i was thinking when it was reading all, like some of those stories it's like man like it just probably be really difficult for us to survive something like that but my point being that again it's, it's we're always painted in those stories as like the the cool kind of quirky characters but i've yet to read I, I would like to read an account or i have yet to read one i don't know they, they're probably still they're probably out there in which we are represented for our negative stuff because in those we're always kind of showing a positive light but i mean and by negative i don't mean necessarily evil because you can do things that other people might see as evil but may not necessarily be evil if that makes sense so maybe somebody in one of those stories loses a loved one to an attack or something like that from a different race from a different planet or one individual from a different race from a different planet i should say that and this person becomes kind of like that guy in the movie law-abiding citizen with i think is uh, the guy from from uh, 300 and what happens in that movie is the guy loses his family to this killer and he becomes obsessed with becoming with, with getting revenge rather and he actually becomes a super intelligent individual and he does all this research and he goes to crazy lengths to make sure his revenge is carried out and i would want to see a story like that in those settings <laughs> with the space orcs type of thing because that is something that i could totally see a person being capable of and again i'm not trying to paint this in a bad light here necessarily i do think that it's just part of our nature if if we go through a significant loss like that i think a lot of people will be capable of more things than they can actually think they are and i don't mean to scare anybody <laughs> i don't mean to put anybody down or anything like that it's just that yeah, I, I told you, I was going on a philosophical quest here, so my point of all this discussion really <laughs> was, and I should say that I'm not trying to preach to anybody, I'm not trying to 
make it seem like I'm judging anybody for their actions or the way they carry their life. But I think that there's always room for improvement for all of us. Self-improvement and maybe trying to find a way to help others more often. We can do that and we should do that. We should strive to do that as often as we can because like in the plot of that anime, it's when people come together from all walks of life. I mean, maybe not the killers, that's a little weird, but <laughs> but uh, when people come across, from across all walks of life come together, great things can be achieved. And I think maybe that's the message that I'm trying to give here. I mean, not necessarily say that we should all you know, hold hands and sing Kumbaya, like, <laughs> I'm quoting that miniseries It from the 90s. Because that would probably never happen to begin with. But at the same time, I think that a lot of time, <laughs> no pun intended, we tend to take the easy way out. And because, I mean, I, I majored in psychology, in case you guys weren't aware. And one of the main talking points of psychological theory is that whole nature versus nurture thing so the way a person acts and the way the person behaves and the way the person is in their life in general what determines that the most what is the most determining factor for that rather is it nature like are we born with that or is it nurture is it the way that you are raised or the environment in which you grew up and a lot of people would say that it's a mixture of both it's, it's kind of like a little bit of both but I mean like I said humans we have the capability of being both good or evil whatever it is that you choose to be it's up to you but hopefully you tend to lean more towards the spectrum of the good but I mean we are all capable of that we are all capable of evil we are all capable of doing some really dark and twisted stuff that I'm not going to talk about here because there's a lot of podcasts that talk about true crime and serial killers and murderers and all these horrible people. And when I interviewed Kayla, who was the host for a Little Wicked podcast, I asked her that question. If she thought that it was a question of nature or nurture, and she said both, like I was saying earlier. And we talked about one of the cases that she spoke about in an episode in which a particular person seemed to be getting all the bad breaks in, in life. Basically, everything this person did, everywhere they went, horrible things happened to them, so in turn, they became super horrible. So, I mean, it's not easy, man. Life isn't easy. It's never really fair either. We all go through our rough spots. We all go through our downs. But... If we work hard at it, we can ideally, eventually, hopefully, get to the the light at the end of the tunnel. As long as it's not another train. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was basically the point of this episode. Kind of trying to ask questions and share some thoughts with you guys that have been going on in my mind this past holiday season. I know, that's not the, <laughs> the kind of thing that you associate with Christmas, mind you, or New Year's or anything like that. But... Yeah, man, I've been thinking about that kind of stuff lately. So, I don't know what you guys might think. You might think that I'm crazy, that I'm just this Debbie Downer kind of character. That <laughs> I'm here to sprinkle my negativity on everything. <laughs> not really, man, not really. I'm trying to actually do the opposite, I, I think. I would hope that I 
kind of make some of you guys out there think that, you know what, maybe this guy's not crazy, maybe he has a point. <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, you know, like anything, you can't generalize, but I could say that I wish that people were more good more often. And what I was saying about my psychology background earlier is that, yeah, I mean, I think we are born with the capability of being good or evil and a lot of people seem to do the evil thing and again i don't mean evil like you necessarily become a, a serial killer or anything like that but the way that i see it personally it's that it's easier to hurt someone than to help them out and that can mean anything i mean not necessarily physically but you know you can always mess somebody's day up and that's pretty easy you can just say something negative to them and that alone can bring somebody down. Or you could go as far as, you know, doing something horrible to them, like stealing their car or something. But in general, I mean, I think a lot of people think that is the easiest way, the path of least resistance. So that's what they do. And whether that's because of circumstance, like I was saying with a case with a guy from the podcast episode from Kayla. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't generalize, but the point is that we should probably try to be better. If not to each other, then to ourselves, man, because I think a lot of people also harm themselves too much. I mean, me, for example, I drink quite a bit, <laughs> and I laugh because I can. <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> I'm not dysfunctional i don't drink every day i don't get blacked out drunk every day uh but i drink a lot i drink quite a bit and i've gotten in trouble for that over the past years or so and it's not pretty man it's not pretty but at the same time it's what i think helps me deal with a lot of things like these thoughts that i've been having <laughs> that's how i put those away <laughs> And I'm not glorifying alcoholism, by the way. I mean, it's, it's not something to laugh about. But, I mean, I have people in my family that drink quite a bit, too. And I guess I get it from them. But for me, it's kind of like a coping mechanism, I guess. And I've been trying to cut down on that quite a bit lately. I mean, I still do one day a week. Whereas before, it was three to four days a week. Even as recently as two, three years ago, before this whole mess started with the pandemic. I was going out a lot about three, four times a week and getting not super wasted, but drunk, you know, to the point where it's dangerous to drive and, and be on the road. And now I do it at home. I do it at home. I, I pick a day of the week, which is essentially usually on Sundays because I'm off from work on Monday. So I get to watch YouTube or watch Netflix or something and get drunk in my house and just pass out at like five in the morning. <laughs> because I also think, I mean, it's, it's not healthy, obviously, but it's a coping mechanism it helps me deal with things that is when i feel the most relaxed when i feel like things that are going on in my life are not as terrible as i make them seem to be because that's another thing i think that a lot of us kind of blow our problems out of proportion i mean as long as you got a roof over your head and you got stuff to eat i mean you're golden man you're golden but i tend to think about stuff a lot my problems in the daily life and stuff like that and I would worry about that I would get a lot of anxiety and not anymore not anymore I, I have learned to take things in stride and, and 
try to fix what I can and what I can't fix, try to deal with it, and once I deal with it, move on, and not sit on that for too long, because that's, that's harmful, man, that's harmful. And so, I'm not trying to encourage anyone to pick up drinking, but that's what kind of helps me put things in perspective, and again, I've narrowed it down to one day, or, I mean, I, I sprinkled it. <laughs> Sometimes I have a couple of beers on a Tuesday because I'm tired from work or whatever, but in general, the day that I pick to do my thing is on Sunday nights. So, what I'm trying to say is, I'm <laughs> find your niche, you know, find your way of dealing with stuff as long as it's not super bad or, or unhealthy for you. <laughs> I am in no way, shape, or form responsible for what you do with your life, so you make your own decisions. <laughs> But that is what I do. That is I. That's how I deal with my stuff. And it's kind of sounding like a confessional, I guess. <laughs> but not really, man. Not really. It's just I'm trying to show that again. I, I, I'm not as good as I think I am, or whatever. And that's not putting myself down either. So I'm just me, man. <laughs> I'm just me, and I found a way to deal with things, and I like it. It works for me. And I'm not harming anybody, except maybe myself, but I mean, if I narrow it down to one one day a week, I think it's fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't drink. Because <laughs> then you become like me. So, yeah, we'll be right back with uh, closer remarks for this episode after these messages. Alright, so that was a very interesting episode, I would say. <laughs> And, I mean, the whole point of this was to try to get somebody out there, some of you guys, to think about stuff and maybe try to find ways to improve on yourselves or help others improve on themselves too. Because I think that's, that's what we should strive for, man. We should strive for growth. We should strive for good, for the benefit of ourselves and the people that we care about around us. And... Yeah, I mean, that was the whole point of this. I mean, the <laughs> you might be wondering how that whole humans killing gods thing has anything to do with it. But that's part of it, actually. That's part of, I mean, humans, we have a lot of what I would say is called spirit. So we are pretty resilient, man. We are not as weak sauce as we might think we are. And again, we are not as great as we think we are, but... I think there's a happy medium there somewhere. And I hope maybe some of the things that I've said today can help you find your happy medium, or if not, at least put you in the right direction. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, once again, I want to say that I want to thank the people from the Illumi Party for volunteering to help out. The next few episodes are actually going to be about horror stuff, so not just my philosophical drunk ramblings anymore. <laughs> I'm not drunk right now, by the way. It is Sunday, but I have to work tomorrow because I have to cover for a co-worker that is going on vacation, unfortunately. Let's sad face. So, I drank yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel pretty good. I'm peaches right now. So, <laughs> we'll be having some interesting episodes in the next couple of weeks. And hopefully my friend that I've been talking to can jump on the ship and help me get this going to a happy ports i would say so yeah um you can find our social media links on our link tree that's the easiest place to find us link tree is going to be um under linktree.com slash myths behind lgds 
Once again, that is linktree.com slash myths behind LGDS. There's links to everything on there from our anchor profile, which happens to be our podcast host, to our Spotify, to our YouTube channel, so on and so forth. So you're going to find all of our links there, Twitter, Instagram, etc. And well, that's all that I have to say for today. I want to once again, thank you guys for listening. And until we see you on the next one, have a good one.